Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash. Am I the butthole? <laughs> and if you'd like to skip that initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But I just want to say a huge thank you for spending 20 minutes of your precious time with the channel, getting involved, liking the video, and spending as much time as you can on the video as well. It massively helps out, and I can never express what you do and what a difference you make. So thank you so much, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love guys. Now our first story comes from a throwaway account titled, am I the asshole for telling mum no apology, no wedding invitation after seeing the wedding gift she gave my fiance. I female 25 are getting married to my fiance Kevin next month. My family love Kevin and Kevin loves them. However, my mum is the brutally honest type who constantly dishes out her opinions and thoughts on what people wear, how they look, how well off they are. Mostly negative, tasteless, backhanded comments. She says she can't help it and that no one should be offended when she's just being honest. When she met Kevin, she kept making comments about him, his car, his degree, etc. With time and strict conversations, I was able to get her to show some respect, but she kept annoying Kevin by constantly talking about his hairless face. His face is clean. He doesn't have a beard or mustache, which he can be very insecure about. He comes from Irish origins, so he's white. He has no facial hair while I'm Hispanic. Mum made jokes with her husband about how unmanly it is to not be able to grow a beard or a mustache. Those comments hurt Kevin so much. I had a very, very stern conversation with her and she said, oh, I didn't realize those remarks were offending him. I was just teasing him. Or, you know me, I'm just giving my humble, honest opinion. So he shouldn't take it personal and should learn that is how I am. She ended up sincerely apologizing to Kevin and we left it at that. As the wedding is approaching, mum decided to give Kevin a wedding gift and also to let him know how sorry she was for her past behavior. She invited the whole family for dinner and decided it was the perfect time to hand Kevin his wedding gift. He thanked her, but she insisted that he open it right there and then and show everyone what she got him, since she knew him that well already. He opened the box and found a set of shaving tools with a shaving cream. Kevin stopped for a second and kept staring at the gift. My stepdad took it and showed everyone. Then mum and others started laughing while stepdad kept saying, You get the joke, Kev. You get it and my brother running around the table laughing with everyone. Kevin got up and walked out. I was so mad, I lost it on mum, asking why she did that and humiliated Kevin in front of everyone. She told me to relax, she was just messing with him, but I said she knew how he felt about this topic and demanded she apologize, but she said no, since she wasn't responsible for his reaction and thought he was going to laugh along. I angrily said no apology, no wedding invitation, period then walked out. She freaked out, calling, trying to say we overreacted to a joke and my brother said I was crazy to exclude mum from my wedding over something so stupid. 
He said Kevin should get over it since it was a joke, but I refused to send an invitation and withheld it until slash unless she apologizes. They think I'm unreasonable choosing this to be my hill to die on and called me disrespectful for how I treated my mum. I'd like to point out that my brother and stepdad and uncle sometimes take part in teasing Kevin. My brother, who's 31 years old, would sometimes either brag about his goatee mustache in front of Kevin or tell an indirect silly joke about this topic, which would irritate Kevin and just spoil any family gathering we have. But mum is the one who started this whole campaign and I've already had conversations with her about it. Kevin is American, but has Irish origins. Now, as always, we hear that a lot in many of these stories. People saying, oh, this is just how I am. They should accept me for being who I am. And we always say it's not an excuse for being a shitty person, right? But I kind of do wonder, although they're claiming it's a joke, it's really obviously affecting Kevin pretty badly enough to get up in front of your family and walk out, which is pretty big, a big statement, I think. And would you want your family there? And I know it's your family, so it's incredibly difficult as well, but they're being incredibly toxic to your, towards your fiance and you're already standing up for him. But would Kevin want them there at this point in time the fact that you know they're not willing to apologize at this moment in time and they think as a joke even though they they already know kevin's feelings on this topic they're willing to totally disregard his feelings for a joke and i know it's hard on op but if i put myself in kevin's shoes i don't think i'd want those people around me either enough to sit there and take the piss out of me in front of the whole family even though they already know I'm sensitive on that particular subject, they're they're still willing to pull this kind of joke. I keep saying it's a joke and it's annoying me that I'm saying it's a joke because it's really not. They're willing to go out their way, buy a product, wrap it or whatever they're doing, and then give it to you at the table and then insist you open it in front of everyone. They knew what shitty behavior that was. And that's, I can't excuse it. Even with an apology, I don't think. But, so it's definitely not the arsehole from me. But Dimi Roche says, not the asshole. Tell your brother, mother, etc. that the whole wedding was rescheduled at another venue. When they complain that they missed your wedding, just say, it's a joke. You should get over it. I was just messing with you. Jazz like humor says, not the asshole. Brutally honest is a lie people tell themselves when they're looking for an excuse to be brutal. And being deliberately brutal is always an asshole. Same thing with it's a joke when people do something deliberately cruel and then claim joke to excuse their cruelty. This is behavior that someone ought to be guided past by kindergarten. If there is a difficult truth to be said, there is a kind and tactful way to say it. If it is a joke, it should bring delight and surprise, not pain. Old Dino Cat says not the arsehole, but your mother doesn't seem like the only arsehole in your family. You say the whole table laughed and your brother doubled down that it was just a joke, even after you explained why it wasn't. I feel bad for your fiance. To which OP replied to their saying, Yes, all of them, my stepdad, my brother, my uncle, family friend, my sisters and others. But my focus was on mum because she's the one who gave the gift and insisted he open it in front of everybody. Mobyhead1 says and quotes, My family love Kevin and then says, You need to seriously re-examine this assumption. I think they, particularly your mother, are trying to drive him off. Not the arsehole. Two Cent Psychologist says, Not the arsehole. Good for you standing up to her for Kevin. I also recommend you put a deadline by which you're expecting the RSVP. That is, don't give them until the minute before the wedding to offer half apology. It should be a proper apology at a family event before the wedding. And if she still holds out, then you can escalate. One, we can't possibly go to family event X with people that disrespect my husband. Or two, how can I let my future kids be with someone who routinely mocks their father? 
Best of luck and congratulations. And one more from Soul and Fire who says, not the arsehole. I'm so sick of people using being brutally honest as an excuse for being cruel and thoughtless. It's pure laziness and unwillingness to improve as a person. Also, why is no one calling mum out on this being her hill to die on? Now, what do you guys make of this? What would you do if you found yourself in this situation? Picture this, you're sat at the family table and your family starts mocking your partner. How would you feel about it and how would you react? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Frozen Toast 96. Am I the arsehole for calling security on student parties even though I know they'll be charged for the disturbance? I live in student housing and as can be expected, loud parties are quite common. There is a number to a security company you can call if there are disturbances after 10 p.m. And I am a frequent caller of this number as I refuse to tolerate loud music and screaming when I'm trying to relax or sleep. Now here's the thing about calling the security company. They send a security guard to stop the disturbance and then the people causing the disturbance are charged for their time. Recently, debate sparked on the community Facebook group when another student made a post with a picture of the bill they received after a disturbance call. They were billed roughly $170. The post read something like, please remember that you live in a student area and go talk to the people causing the disturbance before you call security, as they probably don't have the funds to spare for a disturbance call, and will keep it down if you ask. I mentioned that perhaps they shouldn't have a loud party after 10 p.m. if they didn't want to pay the price. That is not my responsibility to get up in the middle of the night to ask them to keep it down when they shouldn't even be making noise in the first place. I was immediately called an arsehole who shows no consideration for other people's situations. So, am I the arsehole for calling security on student parties even though I know they'll be charged for the disturbance? 
I know students in the UK love a party and whenever I hear about like students going to university and stuff like that, they're always talking about like it's going to be a real party atmosphere within the dorms and all this kind of thing. Socializing, drinking and all this, which I kind of I do get it. But at the same time, I'm going to say not the arsehole because, you know, the rules are there for a purpose. They're breaking the rules. You know, people want sleep. Not everyone goes to university and have this party atmosphere and wants this party atmosphere. So I think you do have to respect people that are around you. And it's just common courtesy. And that's just me. And I know I might get hate for this one. I can feel it already. <laughs> but to me, I'm just basing this one on simple common courtesy. I, have, I actually have a family member who is like security slash maintenance for one of these dorms in Oxfordshire. And some of the stories I get from this guy are absolutely wild. I mean, a couple of weeks ago when I was speaking to him, he told me he had to go in there because one of the students kicked the door off its hinges. And it was actually, it wasn't even kicked. He sort of shoulder barged it because they were junk and he was trying to see if he could barge the door open. And he knocked the door off its hinges, pushed the door into the other wall and left a big door shaped crack straight in the other plasterboard wall. And this same group of students emptied a fire extinguisher into their room as well. So it was like a, which I think is dangerous, isn't it? I'm not sure, but yeah, it just sounds wild. And I know not all students are like that, but that was just one example he gave me. And I was like, what the hell do you have to deal with there? <laughs> These are people that are like adults. So I'm going to say not the asshole for me on this one. But control judger says not the arsehole, you have every right to get security involved. Imagine trying to talk to partying, probably already drunk students after 10pm. They'll probably even tell you to F off. They didn't want a $170 bill, how about simply stop making noise? And the argument that you live in that area expect, what if you simply can't find another residence? Alright, in no way you the arsehole here, let them learn the hard way. Beatrice Kiddo 42 says, why do I get the idea OP is watching the clock, waiting until it's 10 to call? Everyone sucks here. Yes, there's rules for noise for a reason. However, common courtesy would be to talk to them first. If no one had a problem with the noise, they shouldn't need to cut it off completely exactly 10 p.m. Oregon Dude says, you're the asshole and quotes, I live in student housing and as expected, loud parties are quite common. And then quotes again saying, I refuse to tolerate loud music and screaming when I'm trying to relax or sleep. And then says these statements make me view you as the arsehole. You knew partying was going to occur and you have decided to handle them as obnoxiously as possible. Winter Mouse says not the arsehole. Funny how they accused you of showing no consideration for others when they're the inconsiderate ones keeping fellow students and other residents awake with their loud disturbances. If they don't want or can't afford to pay the fine, they should keep it down. Psychon Man says, you're the arsehole, you live in student housing. Many college kids are up partying and socializing. This is why they choose to live in these types of housing. So they won't be disturbing neighbors trying to sleep. Also calling authorities should be a last effort. Speaking with your neighbors and being cordial should always be your first go-to. This is the equivalent of living in a dog-friendly housing with allergies and getting mad that there are so many dogs around. Quack to the future says info are these parties on a school night or weekend are they at 10 p.m or 2 a.m honestly one party a week on saturday night that goes past 10 p.m seems like cost of living in student housing you're not going to make a lot of friends if you keep calling the authorities on them jackley says you're the arsehole you wouldn't rent a flat over a pub and then complain about drunk people in front of your house same thing applies to student housing People there want to have the time of their lives and student housing is basically the ideal location to connect with and make memories with fellow students, even if that makes a shit ton of noise. You even expected this from the place when you moved in, yet now you want the others to bend the knee to your lack of ability to get earplugs or knock on doors at midnight. 
Sure, you have rented a room that states you all should shut up after 10 p.m., but we can see from your post that you knew this wasn't realistic. And this sub isn't titled, Am I the Right to Do So? Because you clearly are. But am I the asshole? Which you also clearly are. Maybe a walrus says not the asshole. If they don't want to pay the bill, then they shouldn't make noise. The rule is there for a reason. And if they don't respect the rule, why should you respect them? Plus, it is not your place to enforce the rules. You don't know who's on the other side of the door. If this is a bunch of nice nerds that apologize and comply, awesome. If it's a group of drunk and aggressive bros, then it can get heated pretty quickly. This is why there are security people. Use them. And one more from here comes the son who says everyone sucks here. They shouldn't be inconsiderate, but you shouldn't be either. Just go knock and ask them to quiet down before calling security on them. Also, you live in student housing. What did you expect? Can you use headphones sometimes if it isn't that bad? Now, what do you guys make of this one? As expected, it's virgin on you're the arsehole, but I just don't think it is. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story is from I Need to Calm Down, titled, Am I the Arsehole for Telling My Cousin's Fiance That He Scammed In Order to Buy Her A Diamond Ring, Which Resulted In The End Of Their Relationship. Four days ago, I received a call from my cousin, Charles. He's asking if he could borrow some amount because his girlfriend's dog got into an accident and is in dire need of immediate surgery. I'm a dog lover and Charles sounds panicking, so I got convinced easily. I lent him 10,000 pesos, around $200, and that amount is no joke because I have to work five days in order to earn that. Then yesterday, I met Charles' fiance at the mall while I'm buying a new phone. My first thought was to ask her how the dog is, but then I noticed she's carrying her dog with her. The dog looks healthy, which left me confused. So I asked her about the accident and even she was confused as well. But she changed the topic right away by flexing her diamond ring. Apparently, Charles proposed to her four days ago. She said it was too sudden and that the day before that, they had a really huge argument because Charles seems to be evading the talk about their marriage. And it made sense to me. There is no dog accident. Rather, Charles made up the story because he was desperate to buy her a diamond ring. I got furious because I hate it when people lie to me. So I told the fiance about it, that Charles told me her dog got into an accident and I lent him $200 for the operation, which he probably used to buy her a diamond ring. She got silent before she said her goodbye. Then earlier, Charles barged into our home, furious and looking for me. He's mad because I told his fiance that he scammed me and now she broke up with him for good. He's blaming me for everything and especially since it is not confirmed whether or not he used my money to purchase the ring. In my defense, I told him that even if he didn't use my money to buy it, he still lied because the dog didn't get into an accident. Anyway, my mum sided with him. What? Telling me that I should have at least confronted him first rather than ruining a relationship and Charles's reputation. It's late night here, but I can't sleep because I'm fuming in anger. It's unfair that everyone seems to be blaming me for this breakup. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. The cheeky bastard actually bashed into your place and got mad at you after he scammed you. It makes no sense. This is consequences for Charles's own actions. I can't believe he did that. And it's like you said, even if he didn't use the money on the ring, it still went towards something he was still desperate for money he obviously spent the money on the ring somewhere along the line and he was desperate for money somewhere else because he bought that ring or because he did buy that ring so yes he absolutely scammed you he lied about the dog being very very ill so yes 
he's the arsehole, 100%, not you. But Disney addict says not the arsehole, your cousin lied plain and simple. It doesn't matter what he used the money for, he made up an emergency to try and scam money from you versus just asking to borrow money. She didn't break up with him because of you. She broke up with him because he's a liar and a manipulator. I guarantee it's been a pattern in their relationship. No jellyfish says not the arsehole. Charles lied to you and to his fiance. The only person he should be blaming is himself. Tony Sue says not the arsehole. You work hard for your money. There is nothing worse than a moocher lying to take that money. That's why if someone in that situation were to tell me their dog needed surgery, I'd offer to go to the hospital with them to pay for it there. That way I know where the money is going. I never give money to anyone, though I'm very generous and have helped others buy things and pay for things, but I do it directly. Rest assured, you are not the asshole at all and you didn't ruin his relationship. He did. Also, you probably did the girl a favor. Now she won't be marrying to a lying, scheming asshole. Good on you. Shadow Fox says, not the asshole. You told her that you gave him $200 for her dog's operation. That alone is a huge lie that he brought her into. I'm sure she'd have connected the two situations as well. He obviously gave a very poor reason when she confronted him. And one more from Hey Demons, it's me, yeah, saying, not the arsehole. For $200, I kind of doubt it's even a real diamond either. If he didn't want his ex-girlfriend to find out he's a scammer, maybe he should consider not scamming people. Especially with a scam that collapsed in all of two seconds when you saw the perfectly healthy dog. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? Would you tell the girlfriend about what happened when you saw the dog and it seemed perfectly healthy? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and your verdicts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending some time with me today. If you'd like to support the channel further, never any pressure to do so. You can click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link tree in the description and join up there. In Patreon, of course. <laughs> thank you so much for your love, time and support and I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Badum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.